Hi, this is Dan Cassetta. Welcome to Flashback Friday on Changing Lives, Selling Knives. This podcast was created to share inspiring stories from people who are positively impacting the world using lessons and skills they first learned from selling Cutco knives with Vector Marketing Corporation. Episodes feature some of Cutco's most prominent alumni and top achieving current leaders. Flashback Friday is your chance to hear a short piece of one of my favorite past episodes. We'll hand-select the best nuggets to share with you in this short form. The lessons of the Cutco Vector experience are numerous, are compelling, and are real-world concepts for business and life. Thanks for pressing play. Let's get on with today's flashback. Today we are revisiting episode 24 with Michael Cassetta. Michael has had a career journey that any young leader would want to emulate. After graduating from Harvard, he advanced as far as division manager with Cutco Vector, then parlayed his skills into success leading sales teams in the startup world. Michael eventually became the global head of sales at Square, where he was responsible for growing the sales and business development organization from 40 to over 200 people across five major countries, accounting for over one billion dollars in annual revenue. Currently, Michael is serving as the Chief Sales and Strategy Officer for Compass, a company which is striving to revolutionize the real estate sales industry throughout the U.S. and the world. An extremely talented and highly intelligent leader, Michael is considered to be among the most successful and accomplished Cutco Vector alumni. In this short snippet, he talks about three steps to multiplying your influence, how to create leverage for your goals, and he offers advice for entrepreneurs to get the upward spiral of success that he has achieved. This episode is sponsored by Brain Fuel, a new cerebral beverage co-founded by Silver Cup Cutco alum Colton Horn. Brain Fuel is scientifically derived from coffees, teas, collagens, and antioxidants. It's not an energy drink. It's a lifestyle beverage for top performers like the listeners of this podcast. It takes a molecule that we've known for centuries, caffeine, and revolutionizes the way our brain interacts with it. Brain Fuel uniquely puts your body and brain in the zone, prolonging mental focus, sharpening alertness and decision-making, and protecting your brain from burnout. I can tell you from personal experience that its impact is astounding. You've got to try it on one of those days when you need extra energy and focus. Brain Fuel is spelled uniquely because it is unique. It's B-R-E-I-N-F-U-E-L. Go to brainfuel.com to check it out. And if you use the code CLSK when you check out, you'll get 35% off your first order. If you like this episode with Michael, remember to check out the full episode number 24. Now it's time for you to hear from a real superstar in American business, my friend, Michael Cassetta. Now, one of the things that you mentioned earlier was the idea that uh, while you were a manager in Vector, you learned a lot about influence. And you talked about the idea of, you know, one-on-one connection and influence, the true art of influence were the words you used a little earlier. And I'd love to have you speak to that concept a little bit more and what makes somebody, not just a person who can 
you know, get people fired up in the short term, but somebody who can influence people over the long term down a certain path towards success. What are some of the attributes and qualities that uh, you feel like go into that? So I used to teach people the concept of see, follow, and share, which is you want people to see the epitome of whatever you want them to see. So you, if you want them to see you motivated, you want them to see you working hard, you want them to see you striving to achieve something, you want, to see, you want them to see you struggle, but overcoming it and po- keeping a positive attitude. And uh, you know, the first step is crucial because if they see you do that, then the next step is they typically start to follow that. And they become aware of it and they start to try to repeat and emulate a lot of the actions that, that they're seeing. Because you would assume most people want to be positive. They want to work harder. They want to be motivated. They want to achieve things. So once they start seeing them, then they start following them. And typically, when people start to follow something, they then start to tell other people about it. Just like when people you know, watch a TV show and they really like it, they then go tell other people about it. Well, when they start doing things that they're really excited about, they start telling other people about the things that they're doing. And now they've taken over the C step, where now they are the person that other people are watching work hard and be positive and achieve things. And, and again, you could put this, you can apply this to anything, whether it's academic, whether it's professional, personal, someone who wants to lose weight and they actually show up at the gym every morning and tell other people about it. Well, eventually other people show up to the gym and start telling other people about it, which causes other people to show up. And now you've created a culture mm. of, of, you know, effort and, you know, perseverance and discipline um, without ever having to tell someone to do anything. And that's the key. So it's like you do it give people an opportunity to see you do it. And naturally, people start to share it. And you've created this culture around you um, where, in essence, you've now influenced all of those people to do the things that you probably were already doing. Um, and there's a, another concept that you've talked about many times, which is to teach out loud you know, and to think out loud and to share out loud the things that maybe we take for granted. Like, if you read a book, blows my mind that like 90% of people have not read a book probably in the last year of their life. You know, I think I read three books in the past six days. And it's, it, I take it for granted because I love to read and I love to learn. But to other people, if they don't know you did that because you didn't tell them you did it, there's no inspiration for people to go read more or to learn more, or to listen to something more, listen to a podcast, to watch a video, uh, to watch a video series, do anything. So to really share out loud the things you're trying to do. Um, the other idea is that if you have a goal and you keep it a secret, it's no longer a goal. Um, a goal has to be shared. And the second it's shared, it becomes real. And now there's public accountability to it. Tony Robbins calls that public leverage. You know, if you want to quit smoking, you don't tell anyone. Again, it's a secret. If you want to quit smoking, you put it on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, a billboard, you know, tattoo it on your forehead. All of a sudden, if someone sees you smoke, like, oh, look at this idiot. You know, he didn't follow his goal. So uh, sharing, I think, is a really big part of getting other people to do things just because, again, they see you doing them. There's a natural emulative process mm-hmm. that happens from that. That's outstanding. I love that. See, follow, share. So, you know, there's a lot of young entrepreneurial minded people in uh, Vector and Cutco who will be listening to this and, and a lot of, you know, not so young entrepreneurs that will be listening mm-hmm. as well. But in particular, I want to get you thinking about the 19, 20, 21, 22-year-old young entrepreneurs that would be listening to this podcast. And all of them, I'm sure, would say, man, I would love to be in a position like that guy when I'm still in my 30s down the road. What advice would you have to you know, entrepreneurs of all ages of how they can accelerate their path, accelerate their growth Mm -hmm. uh, along the path to success uh, like you have? I'm going to give two thoughts. 
probably two bigger thoughts. One, one's more subtle and one's more blunt. The subtle one is, is you can always do more than you assume you can do. And, you know, that could be, you know, if you're a, a sales rep and you don't think you can be a branch, I promise you can be a branch. You know, if you're selling and you don't think you can win a silver cup, I promise you can win a silver cup. It's just a matter of putting enough desire and leverage and discipline and, and repetition behind it to be able to get yourself there. Um, and the great way to know if that's actually true in practice is if someone were to offer you a million dollars to do just that thing, I have a feeling you will figure out how to do it. Um, if someone said you had to wake up every morning at four o'clock, no matter what, and if you miss one day, you don't get the prize. But if you wake up every day at 4 a.m. and you hit this buzzer and a, and a million dollars comes out at the end of the year, I promise you will never miss an alarm mm-hmm. you know, for that entire time. So just that belief that there's always this bigger, better, more amazing self you know, of you that, that you can do. Um, the second is a very blunt statement, which is just don't screw up. And by don't screw up, I mean, there are bad decisions people make in their life that they hold on to for a very long time. Um, and without going through what those can be in people's lives, there are big negative things that can sit on someone's record, sit on someone's mind for a really long time that really make it very hard to go achieve and do amazing things later. So being responsible, being reliable, being a, a trustworthy person, being someone that other people want to be around, other people want to follow, um, I think is more about just being that person yourself and other people will follow naturally. Um, but avoid those third rails, you know, avoid the really bad mistakes and the bad decisions that you see on TV and you hear about way too often and that ruin people's careers. Um, and it sounds like such an, uh, an obvious thing, but it's just a good reminder that some of these mistakes people can make are actually not mistakes. They're bad decisions. And a decision is an, is an active conscious choice um, of someone generally putting themselves in a bad spot. So surround yourself with the right people who are motivated, hardworking, positive, you know, Put yourself on a track to do things that you're really excited to do, uh, not to spend time doing things you're not excited to do and spend the majority of your day challenging yourself. And that challenging yourself, that self-fulfillment refeeds itself and you get this nice, positive, virtuous cycle uh, of motivation, achievement, motivation, achievement. And, and that's, that's how you get that upward spiral you know, of success in almost any part of your life. Yeah, that's such good advice. Just starting with the idea that you can always do more than you think you can. And that once people understand that and they have a confidence that if they engage in the right activities, getting up early, as you said, or doing the things that they're supposed to do on a regular basis, that this reward will be there. People are far more likely to be able to do that, but they've got to have that belief. They've got to have that confidence that mm-hmm. the reward will be there. And, and oftentimes people don't see it, but they've got to have faith that it's there. And I would reframe the don't screw up into just, you know, make good decisions. And I always try <laughs> to get people to think about you know, how would you feel about this looking back on your life when you're older, Mm -hmm. right? When you're 70, 80 years old, looking back, right? How would you feel about this activity? Would you wish you had done more of this, right? right? Or would you look back and go, why did I do that? Why did I spend so much time or waste Mm -hmm. so much time doing that activity, right? When I was 20, when I could have invested that time into something that was leading me towards my goals and my vision in life. So just, you know, thinking about the decisions that you're making on a day-to-day basis, because success is an accumulation of small daily decisions. And when you add those up over five years, 10 years, 15 years, it accumulates into something massive that can either be great Mm -hmm. or not great. And it's clear that you, Michael, you know, have made good decisions along your path and continue to move yourself in a positive direction, which has been really amazing. Thanks for listening. 
If you enjoyed today's flashback episode of Changing Lives, Selling Knives, you can find the full episode and show notes at changinglivespodcast.com. You can also sign up there to receive free resources from me and some of our amazing guests. If you click on the deals link on our podcast page, you'll see some tremendous offers from our podcast sponsors. Please consider rating or reviewing us on your podcast player and hit the subscribe button so future episodes are automatically downloaded directly to your device. This is Dan Cassetta signing off. We'll be back in a few days for our next story about changing lives.